0: You know, I pretty much haven't touched my laptop the entire time over Christmas. <laughs> I wish I could except to spend money on no. Amazon. <laughs> I've been on Amazon almost every <laughs>
1: single day. I think we should not, you know, the, the, it didn't even require us to be texting each other and telling us each, what the other was buying. I think we did enough damage on our own.
0: Um, I mean, talking of Amazon, I spotted that you've got spotted. That was unintentional. You've got an Echo Spot. I do.
1: I, I ordered. Well, here's the thing is when those were announced, I don't know when it was, maybe October or so, something like that. Sometime in the fall, they got announced. And Federico immediately asked me to order him one. And I did. And then a few days later, I had that moment of, I think I want one too. So I had two come to my house. He got a white one. I got a black one. Uh, his was, came a day or two earlier and got mailed off to Italy at, it cost more to mail it there than it cost to buy the spot. <laughs> not, 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 not by a lot, but this, I don't, I don't think that there'll be much of this, uh, sort of, uh, purchase in America, send to Italy going on because it was not cheap, but, um, I like it. I mean, I, I think it's my favorite Echo device. I've, I've, you know, tried the Echo Plus, I've tried the Dot, and I've tried this, uh, and, what I like about it is it's it works well on a desk because it's it really just sits there and tells the time, gives you the weather, and then it cycles occasionally through headlines and that kind of thing and then suggestions on what you can ask it. So, you know, if I'm in the middle if I'm taking a break or doing I I'll ask it to read me the news or, you know, it'll play videos. Uh, I, I don't think it makes very good use of video for the most part that I can tell, but the screen is nice. You can put your own background on it, which I did. Um and then it just lets me know what the time and the weather is, which is actually nice on that screen because it's a lot bigger and easier to read and nicer than having to stare at your menu bar, which I know uh, the information's there too, but I do kind of like having it on the on the spot.
0: Yeah, it looks like a I mean, it's kind of expensive to, you know, I, I get why you'd bought one. And I'm like, I think, oh, maybe, you know, maybe I'd like one at my desk at work or something like yeah. that um you know but they're, they're still relatively expensive yeah i i um, don't know that it for, pro- for the little screens i guess it's the screen price that's that's pushing the price up more. yes I, I mean i
1: don't it provides more functionality than a dot but not a lot you know and a dot is like 30 dollars. i mean maybe it's i think it's 30 pounds or so right uh
0: uh yeah i think in the sales you can the, the bottom end price is like 30 or 35 pounds something right like
1: that. and it goes up to closer to 50 i think other times but mm-hmm. uh yeah, so it doesn't do a lot more than that, but it does sound better. Uh it is. I do like having the screen as as well. I find I use it more because I the visual you know, the visual aspect of it just kind of prompts me to then ask it something uh, more often than I would otherwise, but it doesn't really do anything particular that that any other echo can't do other than it can show you video. So you can say, I don't know. So you I have it play music and I'll show you album art, right? and the name of the album and the song and that sort of thing. So you get that. Sure. Uh, and, I, and I guess you can read the lyrics, which I don't really have any use for that. Uh, and you can have it play, <laughs> depending on whether they're fighting with Google this week or not, you can have them show you YouTube videos. Um, sure. But yeah, it, so it's good, but it is it is a little bit pricey for the functionality. I'm assuming that hopefully they'll take more advantage of the screen as time goes on because it's the only one they've got that has a screen at this point. Other than the show, I guess I'm forgetting the show, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, but then that gets even more expensive, and it's pretty ugly. Yeah,
1: like for instance, it also has this this video. It, I have no use for the camera in it, right? You can do not. You can do the video calling thing, and the Alexa app, of course, you know, prompts me every time I open it to sign up for their messaging, which I don't do. Uh, but you can drop in on people, so you can, you know, uh, you can drop in on me, and watch me sit here working.
0: I, I I'm going to give that a miss.
1: Yeah, I, I don't th- right. <laughs> I don't think that's a compelling video. Although I'm sure there are more boring things on YouTube if you it doesn't take much to to find something on YouTube that's as boring or worse there. So Well, yeah. But yeah, it's it's good. It's good. It's all good.
0: Nice. Um cuz you've been well, you I guess you've been kind of sorting out your office basement cave. Yeah,
1: yeah. I just kind of I spent part of well, we always take a couple of weeks off, so for the most part, for Mac stories, uh, we still have a little bit going on over Christmas and New Year's. But we, you know, we didn't record app stories for a couple of weeks. We haven't done the newsletter for a couple of weeks, and that takes a lot of the the pressure off for for about two weeks. And I spent a lot of that time organizing the space. Um, going I, after I got the physical space all organized and set up the way I wanted. I went through and kind of cleaned up my calendar and cleaned out my email, switched email clients, um, also cleaned up my task manager, just basically got rid of all the cruft that had built up over the end of the year when I got really busy and got myself organized for the new year. So that's been, that's been nice. And part of that was, you know, finding a place for the spot, figuring out how the spot works. I mean, I got to the point where the spot just sat in a box for a couple of weeks when it first came. But uh, now it's on the desk, and, and everything's good. And I've got, of course, my SNES Classic Mini here, so I can sit back nice. and take a break and play a Little Mario or whatever.
0: Yeah, it's, it sounds. Uh, you mentioned. It sounds like you've got a very similar Plex setup to me, where you've got a Mac Mini um, that's no no longer being used as an actual uh, computer, and it's more of a sort of media yep. hub.
1: Yep. I, th- Right. Sorts. I mean, one of the things that I tried to do with the desk is that it was getting a little out of hand because I had the Mini on the desk, too. I've got three things hooked into my display. I've got a Mac Mini, my MacBook Pro, and the SNES Classic Mini. And so I just happen to have, because most people have this kind of thing handy lying around, a 20-foot long HDMI cable. I think (laughs) sure, of course, fifteen or twenty. It's something. It's it's pretty long, and uh, that's a whole other story. But I took it. That allowed me to keep the mini connected to the display, but put it across the room on top of a little mini fridge that we have. So I have that sitting there with three hard drives connected to it. I've got one that's dedicated to recording over-the-air television because I got myself an indoor HD over the air antenna, which is up on the second floor of my house. And it's connected to this thing called an HD home run, which takes in the signal from over the air and converts it on the fly to H.264 and then shoots it over your network to a destination. And in this case, it happens to be a Plex server sitting on the mini. So the Plex then, you know, does what it does and it, and I, I can record TV over the air that way. and In Chicago, we can get a, I can get a lot of stations that way. But, you know, it's you get that excited, exciting feel when it scans for the TV stations and it says you've got 70 channels available, and it turns out that there's like four of them that are worth watching. <laughs> because uh, at least in the way it works in the U.S., they divided up the digital spectrum, and, and some channels will have an HD signal and then a secondary channel or two. That are all within the same, I don't know, space, and then other ones we'll just do all SD, and then instead of doing like two or three channels, we'll do like seven or eight, and it'll all be like movies from the '50s and TV shows, you know, just old TV. I was watching, you know, I was watching um, old 1960s Batman's dubbed in Spanish, for instance. Uh, That's the kind of of course. Why wouldn't (laughs) the kind of quality TV that was available? <laughs> so I, after weeding through the channels and getting the good ones, so I've got the drive that's recording over-the-air HD TV, just the major networks in the U.S., and then I've got an old four terabyte drive that has my iTunes. Really, what was my legacy is my legacy iTunes media library on it. It's got all the music that I've ever owned, plus movies I've bought and movies I ripped and stuff like that. Uh, and then just and then a, a small drive that is acting as a time machine backup for the mini itself. So it's quite a contraption and it makes a lot of noise. So I wanted to yeah. keep it away from the microphone for when I record so it's across the room. Because those fans can get going if 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 everything's, you know, running at one time.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Mine mine gets pretty noisy. I mean mine's mine is just under the TV. Yeah. Um and it's got you know a couple of hard drives attached to it, like you say, backups and iTunes and all that kind of stuff on it, um, and you know, if you start streaming something from it, or you know, it, it's doing something, it's updating the library or whatever, that gets pretty noisy. Yeah,
1: it was it was interesting doing the over the air stuff because that that's super fiddly. I mean, the an antenna is not expensive; it's like forty dollars or something. But getting it placed right was a little bit of a hassle. But once I got it in the right place, now it, now it seemed to be working pretty well. So I've been pretty happy. I've been happy with that because between that and Hulu and Netflix and now Amazon Prime basically got plenty of tv oh yeah sounds like it and for someone who doesn't really watch tv hardly ever it's more than (laughs) enough for me but i think it's it's satisfying the rest of my family too at this point
0: yeah that sounds sounds like a pretty good setup i mean a a lot of the you know like the uh, the home run hd home run thing you said about like a lot of that stuff doesn't exist in the uk right um you know we we have like kind of free over the air channels and stuff like that um but I don't think any of that can kind of be be done like through Plex or anything mm-hmm. like that. You you kind of have to have like a dedicated DVR of some kind, and that's not going to hook into the Apple TV or anything like yeah. that. So um, it's not quite so easy to do all that. Well, kind the of
1: way stuff. you have to have a Plex pla- pl- a Plex Pass to do this, which is like forty dollars a year or four dollars a month, I think. So it's one of their add ons, but it it just detects the stream coming in and. Some of this stuff is beta and Plex, but it records it and then does all the metadata and categorizing, and it provides the guide, for instance, so I can go in. And it's kind of nice because now, I mean, the reason I still have the mini attached to this display instead of just using something like sc- – I do use screens from time to time just to get into that machine from uh, my MacBook Pro, which is fine, except sure. it's, it's always faster if you have a direct – Video connection, right? So, I so I just have an old dedicated um, uh, keyboard and trackpad that I have for the mini. And when I need to do something heavy duty, I just pull those out, switch over to that input, fiddle around in the mini. But for the rest of the time, I don't have to because I can have Plex on my MacBook Pro as well and set up the recordings from there. And it just, you know, it tells the server. Which is the mini to do the recording, and it's uh, so far smooth sailing. But I've only had it; I think I've what is, I guess I've had it set up since this past weekend.
0: Nice, yeah. It sounds like a pretty good yeah, setup. Pretty happy with it so far. So, god. you know maybe Apple will update the Mac Minis at some point, and we can all upgrade our little home. Yeah, servers, but...
1: I know. I, for a little while, I was thinking I was having a bottleneck, and if I have a bottleneck anywhere, it's probably probably the mini at this point. Um which is why I got there. they're different home these these home run devices. They're different ones and the reason I got the one that does the uh the conversion to H264 on the fly in the box is for that reason. I didn't want it the mini to have to you know be doing the be doing the the conversion of the signal. Uh and that this takes a lot of load off the mini.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, so we've got well, rumored anyway. This hasn't been confirmed, but there's going to be a, a Nintendo Direct next week. Hopefully, I know
1: what do you, What do you think is coming? Because I I worry a little bit about Nintendo, and I want I worry that maybe we you know they they front loaded so much good stuff in 2017 that we might be hurting a little bit in 2018.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's obviously there's a couple of things that they've already announced. There's the the Yoshi game, uh, which is like the paper, yep. and it kind of flips around. There's that game. Isn't there a Kirby um,
1: game coming too?
0: Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think Kirby was another. one. I don't know one. if they've shown. Um, anything obviously, there, they kind but... of no, and they kind of pre-announced uh, Metroid Prime Four and Pokemon, but those are likely not coming out this right. year. Um, but but there was a bunch of listings that kind of got leaked on Amazon. Um, where they were kind of marked as, um, you know, announced at the Nintendo Switch Direct or Nintendo uh-huh. Direct. Um, but there wasn't really any information there. they just kind of were called like Game 27, <laughs> um, which, you know, the very ant- highly anticipated Game that's 27. That's the one I'm, that's what I'm um, holding out for. So, um, yeah, I'm not really sure, but it's, as you say, it's kind of, I'm hoping they've still got a, quite a lot for this year, um, because obviously you know, we've got, we had some pretty big games last year, they've done really well, but they kind of need to keep that going yeah um otherwise you know they do, they don't want to have another Wii U on their hands where you know everyone was excited initially and then that was it right
1: yeah no, i think it's going to be important to have a, at least a few key first party games from nintendo and then keep it rolling with both the you know the big studios as well as the indie games, and I think they're going to do well with the indie games because that all is you know that that's the sort of thing that took a little while to ramp up after the switch was launched in March, and it really has, and I think it's going to continue. I mean, there there continues to be now they're now we're at the point finally where if I go on the eShop, there's more there than I want to or can look at really, which which is nice.
0: Oh yeah, I mean that's that's been. I think that's probably, if anything, been kind of their strongest part of the Switch, really. Because, you know, the first party games have always been good. Like, I don't. nobody's going to argue that the Wii U games from Nintendo weren't good games. Um, You know, you had a couple of the Zelda HD remakes and obviously Mm -hmm. Mario games and stuff like that. Like, those are all good games, but they didn't have anything else to support it. Whereas, as you say, the indie games on on the eShop, there's so many to choose from. Yeah,
1: I think they're probably benefiting from the fact that the Vita is mostly dead at this point. And so it's really, it's now become, it seems as though it's become the indie destination of choice, really.
0: Oh yeah, and that's, to be honest, that's where I want to play my yep. indie games that I'm buying. Um, I, don't, I don't want to turn on the PlayStation and wait for a three-hour update to install so that I can play Right, and
1: those games don't, most of them don't need that resolution and all the other things that you would otherwise get with um you know with with the playstation and so it's it's a perfect fit H- have you played rocket league on the switch or are you still just playing that on the ps4 uh
0: no i haven't i haven't bought it yet i, I don't know if i'm going to just because obviously i've already bought yeah. it on, on the ps4 um uh, but but you've been playing quite a bit of it, no right? i
1: actually haven't i've been thinking about playing it but i um i ha- i really haven't so I, i'm gonna download that i have you played overcooked overcooked is another good indie one
0: no, that's another oh, one I have. You should definitely yet. get that uh. one. That's a really good game. It's fun. It's No, the, uh, the last couple of weeks I, I played the Horizon Zero Dawn DLC uh-huh. and then I played Life is Strange as well, which I I ended up playing the whole lot over over a day.
1: Oh wow, that's great. I mean I that's a game that I just downloaded on iOS because it I mean it's interesting what's going on with iOS because we saw some really big and important titles announced at the end of the year. And it's it's going to be interesting to see if that that's maintained and whether that's supported kind of more deeply by Apple. I mean, right now it's kind of a it's, it seems like more of a marketing push than anything else. It's you know gla- games that have been out for a while, but big name games, things like Fez and Life is Strange and and a bunch of others. Uh, but but I still feel like you know we've got the Apple TV over there in the corner where no one's really paying attention to it. You know, Fez Fez isn't on the Apple TV, which it, it feels like a natural fit, but my guess is that they didn't bother because there aren't enough players over there.
0: Yeah, I mean, to, for me, like you know, I, I saw Fez was out on iOS. I haven't played Fez, um, but I saw it was out on iOS, and I thought, oh, that'd be good. And then, obviously, as you say it's not on the Apple TV, and I thought, well, I'm probably not going to play it on my phone. Like that's just not where I want to yeah, play it's, games. It's a control scheme.
1: Um, you really. I mean, I know you've got a you've got a steel case Nimbus controller, right? I mean. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, nice hanging yeah, it, it's it's good with a controller, but on a phone, maybe not so much. I mean, on an iPad, yes, you know, but but I, it's not it's not a great, it's it's still a nice game, but it's a little fiddly with the controls because it just it was designed with a controller in mind.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you want to send me an iPad, um, <laughs> you know, I, I'm I happily play it on that. But I don't uh, have any of those lying around.
1: I'm not, you know, I'm not a multi-pad lifestyle guy like some of our friends.
0: No, all, all I've got is a iPad Mini Two, One, yeah. maybe. It's pretty old. Yeah, I'm pretty point. sure that's not uh, supported. <laughs> uh, it doesn't even support iOS 10. Um, so well, we still. Yeah, I won't be downloading. Yeah, it on we that. still have
1: one of those around our house somewhere too. I think.
0: Oh dear. So um yeah, I mean I I was saying, you know, the Switch event and and iOS, I mean it's it's been pretty good for games this you know, the, this last sort of twelve oh, months yeah, of grouping it carries there's,
1: on. There's too much, really. There's far more than I can really play. Um I I would definitely recommend Overcooked if you just wanna have a fun game that's fun with, you know, it's a multiplayer game, so it's fun to do with a couple of people because it requires cooperation. Mm-hmm. That's really good. I'm looking forward to red dead redemption right but that's probably not a 2018 title is it
0: well i mean they say it is there's been no announcement of a delay okay. yet but we also haven't seen it at all since they said it was delayed right um, which was quite a while ago at this point um they they've said the last thing they said was spring which would be sort of april may time mm-hmm. Um, but we're already in January and we haven't heard anything about that yet, so I'm guessing it's probably gonna get delayed did again. Did you see
1: the trailer for Valley of the Gods, the Campos Santos uh game that's coming in twenty nineteen?
0: Oh, is that twenty I thought that was the, I thought that was like nearly no. ready. Uh, but yes, I did see it. <laughs> yeah, it
1: looks really cool. It looks really cool. No, it's twenty nineteen. The all they're saying is twenty nineteen oh, right dear.
0: now. Yeah, that's fine. I mean Another six months and we'll be into E3. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's true. That's true. I never get. I never feel like I really follow E3 well enough because of WWDC. I'm just too conferenced out. I mean, there because it's been there have been times when it's been almost right on top of WWDC, uh, and it's almost always that or otherwise like right immediately after. Uh, But yeah, I'd like to pay a little more attention to that this year too.
0: Yeah, I mean, E3 is a little bit harder to follow than, say, something like WWDC, where it's basically just the keynote at the beginning of the week. That's all you really need to pay attention right, to. Right, right. You, um, you know, you've got a multiple... Key, whereas yeah, E3, multiple you've key, got that's... every single manufacturer comes out, and you've got all the publishers, and, and, you know, they all have their own little keynote across, you know, three or four days or something. It's a little bit harder to keep track of. Yep,
1: that's of. what uh, YouTube's for, though,
0: right? <laughs> well, yeah, that's pretty much what I do. I just wait until it's done, and then go and get a round-up from yep, someone. Yeah, same here. Cool. Uh... Might as well, I guess probably wrap up there. That's probably a good place. Yeah, of sounds stuff. good. So um yeah, I so guess we'll be back in a couple All right, of weeks. Talk to you later, Rob.